What's good, everybody? It is your boy, Truck. I am here in full effect once again. Uh, today is a little bit different. Um, I have a co-host who is my sis, and her name is Molly Martins. So shout out to Molly Martins. Thanks for coming again. Well, hello, everybody. It's Molly Martins. I also rep Lyrical Identity, another podcast I have, and we are co-hosting today, so we're excited. Woo! It's lit. This is the first time I'm doing this. Um, again, the the podcast, this whole journey is, is fresh for me, um, and this will be the first time I'm having a co-host, which is lit. Um, we're about to get into some real, real good conversation uh, with one of our guests here today. Um, his name is Conscious, a.k.a. Elijah, and he's here with his lady, Mari. Um, so I appreciate y'all coming up uh, to Rhode Island today and tuning in to, to Truck Talk. Uh, what's good with you, man? Um... <clears throat> <laughs> a lot but, but yeah um so i'm gonna before you get into the story mm-hmm. let's hear about who you are yeah who are you right um well uh, my name is elijah uh, i'm 25 years old um i'm a i'm a dancer i'm a artist and i'm a videographer so um me as a person uh i stumble up a lot in my words sometimes so don't don't yeah, mind that's me, all right. Yeah, you good, bro. But yeah, um, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I just feel like. So before you became an artist, before mm-hmm. you became a dancer, who is Elijah? Um, what is Elijah? What do you identify with? Uh, Better yet, how did how did we meet? You know, because mm-hmm, we. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's so much. I yeah, can there's say, so much like, you can say. Yeah. I mean, like, so. To, to, to ease you into it. So for those who are tuning in and listening, um, Elijah is one of my, my little bros. Um, he and I met probably like 10 years ago yeah, now, yeah, or 11, 10, yeah. yeah, 10, 11 years ago. Uh, we met through Crump, uh, through dancing originally, you know, um, he kind of came in and he was already like, buck out the gate which was crazy because we were like yo this dude's only been dancing for how long and he's this good uh so that's how we met was through dance uh he came up fairly quickly within the crump movement um dance at i usually booked him for my crump events um very very much an entertainer overall as an artist uh so that's how i know and met elijah uh or conscious as some of you may know um that's that's who he is for me. Um, I know sometimes it's tough for him to 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 express it all and and put it all in a nutshell. But that is Elijah. Um, reason why he's even here today is because we have a topic of discussion um, that we will touch on. But I definitely want to have have us ease into it before we just go crazy on there. So, so um, I'm curious, Elijah. Yeah. Why did you get into dance? Um. I seen um, the movie Stomp the Yard, to be honest, and it kind of affected me. Um, I just liked how like um, how rugged it looked, and you know, I, I had a friend uh, named Ezekiel, and he showed me basically everything. So when I seen the movie, like, cause he was showing me first, you know, like he was showing me like the dancing and stuff like that. But when the when the movie Stomp the Yard first came out, I think it was like 2006, I mm-hmm. think, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, something like that. 2008. Um, yeah, cause I had the 2006 on their on their jerseys, yeah, on right, the jerseys. right, right. Yeah, so I probably seen it maybe like 2007 or something. And um, 
I don't know. I think for the Browns part, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yo, so, this is dope. Yeah. So how old were but, you when you saw that? I was young. I'm, I'm 25 right now. So um, this was way before. It's before Fossil Home. Because I was in Fossil before. This was before Fossil Home. Um, I was living in Massachusetts. At the oh, time. see, now. That's, oh, that's what I go. want. Hold yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Can you give me some Pull it space? out. Go ahead. Okay. Pull it out. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So you was in a foster home. Can you, yeah. can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how um, old were you while you were there? And what kind of uh, happened that led you there? Yeah, um, it was just my uh, my mom and my father. Uh, they just um, didn't really, their heads didn't really click that much, to be honest. Um, I was in a foster home for two years. Didn't like it at all. Like, mm -hmm. didn't like it. Um, what didn't you like about it? Uh, I had to be away from my family, and I felt like I had to, like, not talk to them. Like, because we would have, uh, like, meetings. Um, it would be uh, once a week for an hour. We would meet our, our parents. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, my mom would tell me something about my dad, and my dad would tell me something about my mom. And it's just like... I, sometimes I didn't even want to talk to them, like you know, because I felt like it was too much, and I was small too. I was little, so I felt like all of that was jumping in my head, mm. and then being separated from. Because I have a, I have an older brother and a sister. I'm the youngest, so um, I just felt like I had to. There was so much like right. jumbling so around. How old were you when this happened? I was probably I was in fourth to sixth grade, so I was probably like. 12 maybe yeah uh, yeah I was probably like 12 which is the most important years of adolescence yeah so it was it was very difficult for me I met new people but uh, I was jumping from foster home from foster home and I liked it but I didn't like I like meeting new people I just hated starting over right I guess mm -hmm. right because then I would have to go to different middle schools and different high I mean different middle schools different elementary school and middle school because mm. I came to Massachusetts to Connecticut from sixth to seventh grade, so I was like in the summertime, and I, but uh, I had to switch school like two or three times in the process. So and, did you reconnect with your family? Uh, yes, um, I, I live with my mom right now. Um, I basically help her out with everything now. Uh, I've been hey so mom, <laughs> shout out to moms. Yes, um, uh, she's a very smart woman. Um, I've been uh, self-employed for about uh, four years now, so I've been like basically paying for almost everything now. So. So yeah, it's pretty so, good. so now that you, you know, you make that statement, you've been working for yourself now for like the past four years, and then just that transition of like going from foster home and then the dancing and everything like that. Do you feel like while you were in the process of the foster home and that whole ordeal, and when you found dance, that was like your your answer or or like your your gateway for expression? You know what I mean? Do um, you feel like that that was like your 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 doorway to then the path that has led you to now working for yourself as a as a whole artist? You know, um, I feel like yeah, but at the time I felt like it was just like just something that I had. Like I mm -hmm. know if it was like a gift at the time or just a talent. I just because um uh, my my father's a pastor. Well, he he's a pastor again now because he was a pastor for six churches in um in Boston. Okay. So never knew that. My, my right. mother, my mother was uh basically you know the pastor's wife, and we was a pastor's kids. Right. So um, dancing was not really like good, I guess. Accepted. Accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There thank you. you. It wasn't really like accepted. So like, um, I had to put like the music really low, or like you know, right, kind of right, listen right. to curse, you know. And then it's just like 
the only so, music was like curse music that was kind of good at the time like yeah, right. you know like but, mm-hmm. yeah. but it explains the the your demeanor the timid demeanor that you have because you've been oppressed by your parents for quite some time sorry mom that's the reality that was oppression he had to put himself away and try to figure out who he is under the guise of mom and dad and what mom and dad thought he should be right so with that being said what is your ethnicity um i'm puerto rican and dominican my my dad's uh, dominican and my mom's puerto rican all right what would you have what would you say is the most annoying thing for you right because you said you're a a pastor's son Mm -hmm. and your mom was a pastor's wife right so there's this like conception of like this pastor's family that follow the bible and do all of these things Mm -hmm. what would you say would be the most annoying things you you've heard in your past about that um well when i was younger i just felt like uh you know because i was living in the projects so i i felt like they thought like everyone thought we was like very holy you mm-hmm. know like very holy kind of put you on a yeah. on a pedestal like so a certain like, standard so it's like that i couldn't even hold. get mad at like certain things or like there was uh, there was times when um they would have like little uh like bible studies but before like the actual like thing it would be like they'll have like the little kids come up to the front and they'll do like a little bible story thing and they would have to like close it out they would have like a have like one of the kids pray Mm-hmm. So they would always like, you know, and I didn't, I wasn't always, I didn't want to speak out loud, you know what I mean? So, and I felt bad though, because my father's a pastor and he's right there. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what pressure, I mean? So yeah. I'm just like, mm, I'm trying to go like this and, yeah. and, yeah, and yeah. you know, and then, th- and then there will be someone talking in my ear to actually say it. So, mm, yeah. So do you have a relationship with your dad now? Uh, Yeah, it's actually stronger now because um, before, like with the whole foster home thing, like right. we didn't really talk that, we didn't talk that much, but. Um, he's a photographer himself. So uh, I, yeah, so I started getting into a videography and photography. That's uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, like five years ago. That so, is funny. So now it's like, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, that, so all now right. me and him are like getting closer. We talk about lighting and uh, videos. Right. And it, it's when did cool, he, right? when did he embrace that? Um, uh, maybe, cause I started doing videos maybe like five, yeah, like five years ago. So when I became self-employed, which was four years ago, he told me the very first time that he was proud of me. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so it was wow. a lot for me. Right. You know what I mean? Because my dad's always like, oh, you know, school, you know, go to school, go right. to college. Like, what are you doing? So it, it was a lot for me to hear that from him to be like, oh, yeah, I'm proud of you. Okay. Like, now, right. with the with the comment made like that and knowing that the past that you guys have, you know, what what did that do do for you, um, you know, emotionally? Um, that that boost your, your energy yeah, yeah, for yeah, your yeah. arts or like yeah. what, what, what was that like? Because that... That is a good feeling. I've had yeah. I've had my dad also make those statements to me after mm-hmm. so many years. So I hope parents are listening right now because right. this is really important mm-hmm. to hear from your sons and what it what it takes for you know kids of color, especially little boys of color, yeah. in terms of what they need from their parents. So mm-hmm. I hope parents are listening to what what is being said right now. Yeah. So yeah, let's expand this. Like, mm-hmm. what was that emotional feeling like? Um, it felt really good to be honest. Like it, it made our bond a lot stronger, though. Yeah. Like uh, definitely did. Um, you know, I felt like I don't know. It was just like I reached the top, but I didn't reach the top. But it's just like you know, for that, it was just like like wow. Yeah, you, know you felt I mean? like uh, that was like the first time. Like okay, son, dad and son. Like, yeah, definitely, but, yeah, but, definitely, definitely. But definitely. that is the top, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That is the top, though. Yeah, yeah. Because in reality, like the 
kids, what we yearn the most is our parents' approval. Mm-hmm. Whether we express that differently because of our hurt, our own hurt, our own disappointment when our parents don't approve of us, we then behave in certain ways that is kind of like rebellious, right? But it, in reality, the one thing we want the most, and this again to all the parents, is that approval. So even young parents out there who have children like really hear and listen what's happening because this is mm. could be the very key of you developing developing that type of relationship that you need to have with your children because what you don't want is for them to seek advice outside the home. Mm-hmm. When that time comes, then you know you went wrong. There has to be some yeah. level of restoration. So I think this was an important component and we really needed to dive into who you are mm-hmm. before we get into the heavy stuff because yeah. that's where we're coming, yeah, right? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. go ahead, DJ. <laughs> no, absolutely, I agree. Um, this is so the truck talk setting and the the ambiances. This is how we like to to you know smooth you in so you don't feel so tense, mm-hmm. so nervous. You know, you can just naturally flow and talk. Um, so yeah, this was a definitely important you know segment uh, to transition into to the further conversation of, of where we're going and why why you're here today. Um, but I definitely wanted everybody to kind of get an insight, and I appreciate um, to Molly diving into um, the emotional um, standpoint and, and just like the, the household and where it actually stemmed from. And that's why, like I was saying, like, do you feel like when you found dance and, and these other ways that you're now doing your art, was was this also that feeling of, oh, I'm at the top because this is, I'm now expressing. I felt so much oppression. Mm-hmm. For so long and now I have all of these skills and talents that I can now just do everything and anything I want to do at my own leisure you know what I mean and Um, and before you answer that question because I really do need to point this out right like because I think parents don't understand that they can be the oppressive power in the space right and I think that because of their own trauma right they're trying to protect us but in trying to protect us they then oppress us from being who it is that we really are. So therefore, some people are lucky enough, like you and DJ, to be able to find an outlet, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where DJ is going. Like your outlet became your creation, your art. And, and, you know, the transition to being self-employed, how did that feel? Like what was... How did that feel? Like, like going yeah, to how, that? Yeah, talk about that because for for one, you got to understand too that you're you still have an entire movement that looks up to you, the crump movement. That's you know what I'm saying. Like that's still an area of of fans and and people that do love and support you. Hence, I'm one of them. So like, I would love for you to talk about how you made that transition from just being a crump dancer, bro, and then like dabbling in all these other forms and talents that you got and then being like hey it's going on four years now that i've been doing me you right, know yeah, tell yeah. me what that transition was like because right. i like watched what, you make the transition yeah. but i didn't know details mm-hmm. or like what you were like, doing what is the hardest thing what is the easiest thing and what is the pitfall right because mm-hmm. for other people that are listening this the people are trying to do i mean 2020 hit us hard mm-hmm. okay like people are trying to make this move and you did it and you it's been four years so share that um, so yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, it, it does feel good. Um, you know, uh, I was working at Sears at the time. Um, I was, uh, it was, I was probably like 19, 20. I was, um, doing full-time in college and full-time in, um, at work. I was working at Sears and, uh, I worked from, I mean, I, I had school from nine to three and then I had work from 
3.30, like 3.30 sometimes it'll be 4 till close. Mm. So I'd have to walk to work. So it was like a like a 15-minute walk. So I couldn't stay too long. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. in college, right. you know, they extend it like five more minutes. I'd be like, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, first time, because the first time, um, you know, uh, I ended up quitting my job at Sears. I was working there for, I think, two years, I believe, or something around that time. And um, uh, when I quit, I felt like I had it because I, I was uh, I was um, doing video editing and I was, um, how do I say this? Uh, doing full-time at work, full-time at school, and trying to do full-time with videos. Because mm. at the time, I wasn't doing like, mu I wasn't editing music videos. I was doing like prank videos and stuff. Because mm. that was like the time yeah. I was doing my prank videos. Yeah. Um, but I was still editing, you know what I mean? And um, here and there, I'll probably have like, you know, like a few music videos, but it wasn't as strong as, as yeah. it is now. But you were dabbling in practice. And yeah, yeah. Practice. So yeah, um, the way I like broke everything, like uh, as like a barrier of like, you know, being self-employed and stuff is, um, well, the first time, you know, I lesson learned. Um, you know, uh, I quit my job and I always thought that, you know, people would, would always hit me up for, for videos, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To like, oh, let me, um, um, I need a video from you, you know? So I always thought like people would always hit me up. I wasn't actually searching for people as well too. Mm -hmm. like, like, Hey, um, you know, I'm the guy if you need any videos done. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really like branching out like that. So you wasn't that, being proactive. Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, <laughs> definitely promoting yourself really does help a lot. Mm -hmm. you know even in like simple conversations you know anything um but then the winter time got really bad for me mm -hmm. so like i'm guessing like you know i was i felt like artists because i wasn't doing music at the time either because I've, I've been only doing music for like a year and like four months a year and five months mm -hmm. okay. so um you know me thinking like like maybe artists don't really work as much in the winter time you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Because like, I was like, I'm not getting hit up often. You know, I'm just like, dang, like, right. you know, so I was like, dang. So I ended up getting uh, a job. I was doing maintenance in kitchen. I, I was doing maintenance. Yeah, I was doing maintenance at a, a Bradley home. And um, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> didn't like it. Um, it but it, the moral just, of the story yeah, it, is that you regardless you were still chasing your dreams fact, but you mm -hmm. always had to make sure things were getting paid right mm -hmm, yeah. so here is where a lot of people confuse the two right mm -hmm. it's like people try to go in all or nothing right and it's kind of like that's not the case like mm -hmm. you really have to tread water which is what yeah. you were doing tread water so you don't drown until you become so good at treading water that you're actually swimming to wherever direction it is that you want to go, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's really important to identify because a lot of young kids, I mean, I'm a high school principal and I hear this all the time, Miss, I want to follow my dream. Great. <laughs> what skill sets do you need to follow your dream? Mm -hmm. right. But what the hell is your backup plan? Yeah. Right? What are you going to do to make sure you don't stop? Keep following your dream, but you can't stop either. So what are you doing? Um, so that's that's why this is, this is good. This yeah. is like so you, super dope. You're, so for those listening, if you're an artist, dancer, crumper, whatever the case may be. Uh, dreamer. <laughs> a dreamer, exactly. Take heed to the information that's being spoken on. Um, kind of listening to, to the story and the path that an artist has to go. Um, you don't jump ship and just dive all the way in. You do <laughs> You do want to at least have, like, she, like uh, Molly said, tread some water so you don't drown. Like you want to make sure that you know, you, like you said, even in the midst of you dancing, crump dancing, all that other stuff, you were 
slowly but surely doing mm -hmm. dance videos. It started there. Then it then you started doing music and then music videos. But in all of that, you were practicing little by little. Um, I'm still learning now. It's still even yeah, learning still now, learning. right? You're gonna learn till you die. Yeah. I hate to tell you all this. You're gonna keep learning till you die. Till you die. Forever student mentality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but then that's that's what kind of. So basically, after the the two jobs that you didn't really care for, mm -hmm. um, you had a lot of practice in between it, mm -hmm. to the point where you got to say, "I think I can." I think I can. <laughs> what is it? Um, when that point hit, I actually. Um, because the job that I was working at when I was doing maintenance, it was very laid back. Mm -hmm. okay. And, um, you know, honestly, like, I feel like I feel like I don't need my phone, but, like, I feel <laughs> like, you know, it does help me out a lot. You know, <laughs> my, you know Mommy's face, I mean? she's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like, you know, um, whenever I had, like, the, you know, the time to actually, like, be, be on my phone, um, I don't know, like, it helped me you being in that job, but then it didn't. But that 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 barrier, what happened? What is it? Um, I actually got into an argument with the uh, with the assistant manager the same day I quit. Mm. So the manager, um, I'm not gonna say her name, but she uh <laughs> she's really cool. She's really cool people's man, like for real, she really is. And um, like she believed in me, like she really did. And um, the assistant, she just, I just felt like. Um, cause I was the only young one there, you right. know, and a lot of, a lot of the older people there, a lot of the other people that were there working were older, you know? So I, I mean, I felt like they were working slower, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not my fault. I finished a task faster and, you know, mm -hmm. so like I would, I would have time to relax, you know, and it's really relaxing. Like that job is really relaxing. So, um, you know, the, the, the day that I quit, the assistant comes up to me and we're, I'm in the dining room. And um, she tells me that ass was on the phone, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, I, I was on the phone. Yeah, I was on the phone. Yeah, I definitely was on the phone. Speaking and, of, and um, what is it? So uh, she told me if I needed, if if I if there was anything else I needed to work on, I told her no, um, because there wasn't anything else until I think it was like eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock is when we like prepared to like clean up before they even eat. So um, it was probably like. 10, 15. So it was still like, you know, that little break time stuff. So, um, I don't know the way she, she told me like to, to hurry up and clean. It was like, Oh, Chuck, Chuck, you know uh, what I mean? And it's exactly that, that, that hit me demeaning? so hard. Yeah. It was, demeaning? I was just like, <laughs> like, yo, yeah. Like, excuse me. Like what the heck? Like I, I, I felt like I ain't need someone to, you know, for, for me at least, you know, a minimum mm -hmm. paying job to someone to treat me like mm -hmm, this, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But, you know, I, 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 so yeah, whether you know it was I mean? minimum, minimum or not, yeah. Like, yeah. So like, people's people, I, man. You know, like, <laughs> like the I, hell? I do know that a lot of people go through like a lot of bull, like in in their um in their jobs. Yeah. But for me, like at least like that was, I was like, just the tipping. Like, that was the, the like the... yeah, and especially how she like approached it too. Like right. you know, like it was like very attitudeish. Mm -hmm. So then, um, I did was, you like, talk to HR? Uh, no, I didn't. So what I did do was I was like, you know what? Let me just finish my day. You know, I finished my day, and then I called my actual boss. I'm like, hey, thank you for this opportunity, but you know, your assistant, you know, I just didn't really like how she approached me. I'll be quitting today, but thank you very much. Mm. And then, um, you know, I clicked up the phone, and it's crazy because I I seen her at a gas station about uh, two years after. Yeah, she never got the voicemail. It's crazy because I left her a voicemail. She thought I just randomly quit. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought I randomly. But did you just ever quit. get to confront homegirl? 
Uh, no, not at all. Like, the yo, manager. that is a missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, like, I mean, how many times has she did that to other people? Though, right? right? Like, yeah, because and here's here's the problem that I that I always see when situations like this happen. Right? It's like, and this is going into your situation, right? Being mm. called out on something or being called in. You know, let, let's not even talk the word call out, right? Because at this point, we really need to call people in because we are so divided right now in this country and. Right now, the only thing that's keeping us alive is a whole bunch of minorities getting together to fight this system, yeah, right? Because this system yeah. has been oppressing us. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are not white, you're considered black. I don't care if you're Asian. I don't care if you're, you know, from Taiwan, from Cambodia, from China, from wherever, from wherever. If you're not white, you're considered black. Pretty you much. just are, that's right? It, Native American, you're black. <laughs> yeah. But you're just considered black to these people folks that been holding the power in this country right mm -hmm. so i'm gonna challenge everybody because i see this on your crump page i see this on other people's page like it's not about calling people out it's about calling people in if there is something that is happening out there that is bothering you right or you don't agree with the only way for us to really move forward collectively is to have that conversation and mm -hmm. for you to have a conversation you got to call people in and not call them out like it's Absolutely. just that's just the way it needs to go. So I'm gonna challenge all you know this generation, the younger generation, whoever generation. Like you stop going on social media in the essence of like, oh, I'm gonna call you out. Nah. Right, right. If you're taking the time to comment on my post that I put out there, right? That means you care. So if you do care and you really do care, then call me in so I can learn what it is that you're trying to right. say to yes. me, right? right? Yeah. And then you Agreed. can learn. But the thing is, don't be a hypocrite either, exactly. right? Mm -hmm. You want to put your opinions out there and you want to call people out. But then when someone tries to call you in and gives them their opinion, you want to be like, oh, nah, nah, nah. No, right. let's not be a hypocrite, okay? If you're going to call people in, then you should be open to listening. And it's okay. I'm going to say this out loud. It is okay to agree to disagree. Yes. yes. And I agree with that statement. <laughs> Good so, God. Absolutely. Like it is okay yep. to agree to disagree and still be a good person. Mm -hmm. And move on. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's right? all it takes. We all are brought up differently. We all have our own experiences. We all go through our own shit. Right. <laughs> and we all hold in different things that we have gone through. So I'm not going to respond the same way you respond. And I'm not going to expect you to respond the same way I respond. Yep. So. Let's just say I respect how you respond. Please respect how I respond. Now let's agree to disagree and we move the hell on. Agree. Damn. And on that note, um, this is why we wanted to dive into who Elijah, aka Conscious, was. Um, is. 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 <laughs> right. Past tense. Um, He's but still no. Here. <laughs> right. But no, we definitely wanted to dive in uh, due to the fact that, you know, he's an artist. And we talked about all the skills and talents that he practiced over the, you know, the several years. And then, you know, four years ago, he was able to dive into his artistry fully on his own independently. Um, Let's get in, into this. Movie. In the process, he has developed a very dope, uh, you know, uh, profile of, of music videos. This isn't just one of the... the and following. And, and, right? and has built and up a hell of a following and things like that. I've watched him literally work from a young teen till now. So um, I'm here to vouch for that. But more recently, he just came out with a new song. Yeah. Um, he's dived into the music industry a little bit further. Um, so he's creating that path and, and, and building that brand. So he 
developed a music video behind this new song. Um, the video was pertaining to Asian culture. Um, he was at a temple, um, you know, performing the music, uh, you know, with, with other artists, dancers, models, photographers, so on and so forth. It was uh, something that was approved by the Don't monks right. and everything like yeah, that from, the, yeah. from, from that temple. Um, however, in the midst of him doing what he thought was right, which was just being creative and unique and, and branching out to, to different cultures and things like that, uh, in the midst of it, he kind of... It, he got a lot of backlash. It was disrespectful to some people, um, made people feel a certain type of way. Um, there was somebody specifically who was a verified person who does have a huge following who pretty much like super honed in on it and like won't let it go and is just like dragging my guy through the mud right now. Um, in, in well, this. she got her reasons, though, right? She does have a reason, you know like saying? you were just she saying. Got, yeah, she, she got her reasons, her reasons. And what yep. had happened may have triggered something in her for her to call it out or right. call it in, whatever you want to term it. And I'm hoping she was trying to call you in and not call you out. Mm -hmm. But um, but the, the point being is that this is a very controversial video, right? Mm -hmm. And it was mm -hmm. dropped. You know, you know, I I don't know who your peeps are that was advising you on this. And I, I'm going I'm to call y'all in. What, mm -hmm. what the hell happened? How come somebody didn't advise them on this process, right? Mm -hmm. um, that was one. But that's a whole nother conversation. But let's really, I, I would like to hear from your words mm -hmm. because, you know, I just seen the video and I'm, I'm Southeast Asian. I'm 100% Cambodian. Like we literally just got here in the 80s. So we knew up on the streets, right? <laughs> so um, in America, trying to assimilate, right? Trying to establish our culture, trying to, you know, put something out there. So we're not losing our identity and we're not losing, you know, who we are as a group of people. And mind you, Southeast Asians immigrated here on in in the presence of genocide right like we left our country because we were we were targeted and killed two over two million people was murdered in cambodia murdered by our own very own people the popo right the khmer rouge and a lot of us emigrated here in the 80s because of trying to seek asylum and trying to survive i mean i lost four siblings from the genocides, right? And throughout that whole entire process, you know, the only thing that really kept us, the same way that it kept slaves, kept working in the cotton fields, was mm -hmm. just our religious belief, our hope, right? Our, our, our component of like, you know, Buddha and, and religion, you know, we're going to put good karma out, eventually good karma will come as though that was the thing that kept us, you know, trucking on, right? So this is the reason why this is such a huge gigantic hit for the Southeast Asian community, right? Because this was, and here's another thing that's a trigger. And I'm going to tell you from a Southeast Asian point of view, like I said, my people literally got here in the eighties, brand new, right? But they lump us with Japanese and Chinese people. Okay. The Japanese and Chinese people got 300 years Pride. advanced. Yeah time in this country to assimilate and be who they are right so when you look at the numbers and this is what people do all the time is they lump us all together so southeast asians become invisible so there was a lot of layers of that video that was very triggering mm -hmm. to a southeast asian person right mm -hmm. so you know you know i thank you know trucks for for you know trying to 
you know, come and, 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 and back that up. But in reality, I think people want to hear from you, like, you know, and, and not necessarily an apologetic moment right now, but more of a, like, where was your thought process? Like what was happening yeah. in your mind when you decided to do this? Right. And, 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 and people please keep an open mind because his thought process is as valid as yours, exactly. whether yeah. it was correct or not. Yes. It was still his thought process. So yes. I just want to put that out there. So mm -hmm. let's hear your thought process because I, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. So, um, yeah, uh, I got the beat from um, from one of my boys and he, he made the beat from scratch. And, um, you know, right when I when I heard the beat, I was just like, it, you know, it reminds me of, you know, like, you know, when you're in the, um, the nail salon or. You know, and I felt like I was like, okay, this is might be like a cool concept to try to get for. Gotcha. You know, so my original video concept was it was supposed to be at a nail salon. You know, with a robe. Yeah. You know, trying to get my nails. Gotcha. You know, I'm getting pedicure done. Like, oh, I'm fancy. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I feel, I feel like I need something more. You know, so I was just like, cause like how, like how I've been saying, like I'm, I was very uneducated on a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, so I was just like. I, I definitely need some gold statues. I mm. definitely need something, you know. So I'm looking online, and then I came across a, of a of a Buddhist temple. Mm. And I'm like, oh wow! So it's in Connecticut. So every single time I do my videos, either if it's my videos or another artist's videos, you know, I go on my 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 suit and tie, and I uh, go to these locations and I ask permission, mm. you know. So I always have my waivers and everything, and um and uh. I I went to the location and I talked to um the owner. I know it was the owner at the time, so uh, he let me know. We we talked. I told him about the concept of the video, and um, I also told him what I wanted to accomplish and when I wanted to shoot it. Mm -hmm. So um, he agreed on everything, and he told me that that he needed to talk to the leader. And I didn't know there was a leader. I didn't know there was yes. supposed to be a yeah. leader. Like yeah. you know, there's, and I'm just like, there's like a, a temple president. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. So there's I'm a just like, president. okay. So um. <laughs> So, uh, you know, so I waited, I think it was like a few days. Mm -hmm. So he told me that everything was all, uh, all set in stone and it was good. And we was going to shoot for, um, June, June 14th, June 14th. Okay. So, um, I went there again, uh, to talk to him about more, more fully about the, um, uh, about the video concept. You know, he told me he was, you know, very excited, you know, to see the video, you know, and, um, I'm saying like, this was very like detailed like right. how, yeah. I was, okay. how, how so I like was how you, so so how you were explaining it you were just saying like how you heard the beat originally mm -hmm. and the chimes alone within the song and then the music is what that. yeah you just you that every, okay yeah. so hold on now i'm gonna push the conversation okay Go ahead. all right we're gonna rewind this a little bit and and i hope you take this as a learning component right we're here we're calling each other in mm -hmm. we're both learning from each other and i'm about to I'm about to dive right now. All right. So you stated, because I read some of these comments, right? And this is where I think people did assess the situation correctly. That you heard the chimes and you were like, oh, I need gold statues. Mm -hmm. And then you went in and you Googled, right? So the culture and your approach was an aesthetic. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The approach mm -hmm. 
was an aesthetic. You didn't necessarily was critically thinking at that moment that that's what was happening. And guess what, everybody? We all do this. Mm-hmm. All right? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. We all be in the moment, and we don't realize our intent and our impact do not align. Mm-hmm. Okay? We all do this. I don't care if you walk this earth 100 years, you have done it, and you probably have done it more than we have. But the point being is, this is where we're going to learn from this, right? Mm -hmm. You see, when you approach the conversation, and I think this is the part that you're going to have to own, right? For people to really understand, because if you don't own this, then you're not going to learn from the situation. Mm -hmm. I think this is what the point is, right? Is that you're whole approach to the process was literally like i need gold statues oh let's do buddha or whatever you saw it on the internet and then Mm -hmm. so everything else at that point of time whether you sought permission you saw it was your intent okay you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and even though your intent was not to be disrespectful that is disrespectful right okay that's what i've been telling you know yeah yeah yeah. definitely so in in addition to this if you really wanted to dive into a Southeast Asian, because that's, I mean, that's what I saw, right? The, that was the intent. Yo, you're going to have to seek some Southeast Asian to sit at the table. Because we talk about this all the time, right? In education, we have all these people who don't look like us sit at the table making decisions for us. Mm-hmm. And then they don't really know what's really going on. So all of these decisions that are being made are impacting us, and they have no idea or experience with what is happening so we can't be hypocritical and tell these people in power to get us at the table when they have to make decisions about us if we don't practice the same thing so if you are trying to do something that you have not much knowledge about or it is a whole entire culture and group of people you have to get those people at the table honey Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so they can put the input you know, because sometimes you can go and do your own research and read a couple of articles, but just understand that research is biased. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you're going to think yeah. one thing. Right. And then when you do the research, you're going to be researching specifically towards the direction of what you yeah. was mm-hmm. thinking already. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. you're going to ignore information that may be contradictory to what it is that you were trying to figure out. So what you want to do is you want to be bring people to the table as many as you can to be like, look. I have this idea. This is what I want to do. This is my intent. They should have advised you, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm. This is for the music industry, the art industry, or who, whatever industry. Like a lot of times, y'all want to do these things, but you don't include the people at the table, at the table right? that is relevant to what it is that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing that. Yeah. Stop. It, yeah, because in a sense, like, were they even the people that you spoke to? Yeah, they were like, actually at the location watching this. No, no, and which I understand, but what was their nationality were they a part um, of that community or were these just like well, they're oh, loud no, so i'm assuming loud. they were loud yeah, yeah. and you know what and mm-hmm. whether they're there or not here's the thing too like people don't like confrontation okay and you have to also understand right right now there's a gigantic fear that has been put out in the media against black people say it that's facts say it all right yeah so okay and in Southeast Asians and Asians, we battling this right now, which is the fight that my sister and I are trying to really get to, is the concept of anti-blackness, okay? So I'm going to explain, there is a possibility on why when they saw you do this video, they did not approach you. Yeah. <laughs> there is a fear instilled in all of us mm-hmm. of black people, right? right. 
yep. you know. But yep. Yep. hey, I married a black yeah, man because yeah. I wasn't trying to be fearful of that. But yeah, you know, shout I, out to John Martin's. I'm just a rebellious person from the start. Mm-hmm. But um, the but when I was growing up, the lighter skin you are, the prettier you are. The darker you are, the more you're not. Right? It's the anti-blackness because you have to understand that in Cambodia we were colonized by the French. Okay, French light skin. Yeah, hair. So they these are people who had power, right? So what group of people who've never who were oppressed wouldn't want to look like and be like someone who has the power when you don't have that power, right? That's why a lot of rappers want to be Jay Z. That's why a lot of singers want to be Beyonce. It's because they walk around with this level of power and level of influence, and people try to mimic that, right? So therefore, throughout these hundreds of years of you know colonizing. They have oppressed us and instilled in us that the light, the fairer skin, the better you are, and the more not savage you are, but the darker skin you are, quote, unquote, and I'm quoting, because y'all can hear this but can't see me, but I'm putting quotes, (laughs) is, you know, the savage you can be, right? And that's the reason why if you Google a black man, what do you see? Thugs. Thugs. Right? Thugs. Baggy pants. Baggy pants, guns, hip-hop, everything, right? Um, But if you Google... A white man, you see rich, happy smiles, families, CEOs, like nothing that is like, you know, that comes off offensive. So you can't always go by, like you have to consider these things, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's the fear, okay? And Southeast Asians, again, we're we're new. Right. So so when you when you pulled up and was like, Hey, I got this idea, they weren't at all gonna budge in the sense of like, well, in our culture, that you know what I mean? Because that that would I feel like, you know... Or they the mis- maybe not know how to even communicate. Communicate it, yeah, because yeah. I feel like that was a missed opportunity on their part. Oh, of it, course. That, that could have no, been a they, situation. They for have to you own know? that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that not everybody is equipped with the skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't go into a situation assuming that people are going to come to the table with the same skill sets you got, 100%. right? Because 100%. you may be like, yo, that's messed up. That's wrong. I, I'm clearly going to say it. Yo, I don't know what you're doing, but that's not right. But I, I'm, a, I'm a high school principal. I'm used to telling people that this isn't right. It's like, I I don't fear confrontation, but some people do, right? Or maybe not fear it, but not necessarily know how to even have that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to also think about those things too. But I think the key point here is what we pulled out here is that, yes, you, you approach, your approach was that this was as, you know, like this was the background, like this was, Mm -hmm. you know, right. And that is disrespectful to an entire culture of people, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's the piece that you'll, you'll have to own mm-hmm. and yeah, learn absolutely. from, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, but, you know, hearing that now, why don't you tell us what you thought? Because I see you thinking. Well, no, not because, I mean, I, I've been, I mean, I've been thought about it, you know I mean? After, like, the video was, like, you know, everyone was telling me everything, you know, because, like, when, uh, when, we, when, when I posted the video, um, I had someone say, forgot what it was like oh um this video is disrespectful or something like that you know and I, I the video is musty and it looks smelly there was a lot of people going in whatever but so i'm used to people you know saying like negative things mm-hmm. you know what i mean and uh, so i was just like okay well i could just ignore it you know because mm-hmm. right, right, right. in my thought i'm just like famous people do it all the time they do it in movies because my my intent of the video was to try to go with the rush hour theme, you know, do it to the people that 
because we were supposed to have a skit and everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So my intent was like, okay, well, I'm gonna do this, and you know, it's gonna look dope. And when mm -hmm. I when when I when when that when that girl hit me up, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna just block it, whatever. Then that one person turned into three people, and mm -hmm. this was like, I was at I was at her friend's house, and this everything happened in a matter of like. An hour. An hour, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just block this person because now, now they're now they're saying that you know the video is musty and all this other stuff, and I'm just like, whatever. So then a verified person hit, now a verified person tagged me, and I'm just like, wait, how is this bad? Like in my head, you know what I mean? I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you didn't know. I know yeah. I wasn't educated, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, what the heck? Is it really that bad? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? Let me take down the video. Yeah, so I'm, I'm let's clarify something. You wasn't educated about this topic. About this topic. About I'm, I'm going to need you yeah. to clarify that because mm -hmm. you you sound like a very educated man. And mm -hmm. I broke this down to DJ the other day. Schooling and education is two completely different things. Oh, yeah. You spent your life educating yourself on these arts. Okay? Yeah. So you're educated, right? You just wasn't educated about this topic. Yeah, so, definitely. But that's another example that I want to talk about too, right? There are haters out there. We all know that, right? Mm -hmm. But we got to always, especially when we're in the public eye and we have influence, you have a whole nother level of responsibility, okay? Because you, you are influenced the next generation, okay? You are influenced people's lives, people's kids, okay? So you have to take that responsibility to heart. So that's why it's unfortunate, and I could never be a star. I do not want to be a star. I don't, mm -hmm. Nah, that's just too much. There's so, so much uh, hateration there, but there are people there that will say something that will help you grow. Mm -hmm. And you, unfortunately, have to listen to all the other BS, mm -hmm. right? And be tuned in to be able to pick up those moments and those people who are really there to try to help you grow, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, there, there was a lot so, of people that, was, uh, that hit me up that were educating me and not being so... Uh, they're, 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 yeah, they were, the they were being blunt, but they were being, like, you know, respectful and, you know... Right. Pretty much how she Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex exa exactly yeah. the same, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, like, while, while we was at the shoot, you know, um, this is a, a, another thing I wanted to say, too, like, you know, people they were saying I'm justifying, you know, but it's just, like... Me being, you know, me not knowing anything about the culture, you know what I mean? And I'm th this is the first time I've ever seen a monk, which is the mistake, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. Right know, there, which, you're which gonna a, own that, yeah, right? That was learned, you did you know something I mean? that you didn't fully understand, yeah. right? And, which and, we all do, mm -hmm. you know, in our moments. I just want to put that out there, we all do, yeah. And, um, you know, when uh, while we was there, he was like literally telling us, like, oh, you can go to this location, you can go to this location. You guys look nice yeah. and even took a picture. Even yeah, we took all took picture pictures. Yeah. You know, so me feeling like, you know, welcome. welcome you know mm -hmm. what I mean? We had, we had, no, idea. We had no idea, no you know idea. what I mean? Right. So um and again, we're not justifying no. the the actions. Again, this is the moment. Right. I, he he's so an that's, artist. He was like, "Ah, aesthetic. I'm just Right. You know, so that's that's know. two, okay? Yeah. That's mm -hmm. two. So One I, is you approach it with aesthetic uh, with the mentality of being an aesthetic, two, you went through something that you didn't know. But I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna point out a third one that I heard. Okay, mm -hmm. just because a group of people normalize something does not make it right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. yep. you say Hollywood do this. Well, Hollywood is the most exploitatious yeah. group of people oh, yeah. on time. earth. Okay, mm -hmm. like time. every time they show a Southeast Asian person, it's normally not in a good light. Right. Okay. Right. Every time they show, you know, how long did it take for a black person to really get a role in Hollywood? 
Remember all the blackface, right? Yep. Because if we really justify or think that because something has been normalized is right, we're going on the wrong path. Because all these things that's been normalized has been normalized by the dominant culture, which is not us. Right. Okay. And I want to touch on something real quick as well. Um, in a reverse role, it would have been the same thing. Definitely. Because I feel like if, that. If, if that that verified person um, who is of the Asian uh, community. What made him verify? That's what I, what made him verify? That's what I wanted. No, no, no. She's just like a verified, like she just got hella followers. Oh, no, the, 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 oh. The, the, the female that posted the tweet isn't verified, but I'm saying like she does have a, a good following, but the right. verified person that did that okay put it more dude. into light. No, 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 oh. no. The verified that put that, that screenshotted my, um, my picture and mm -hmm. post it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I was just deleting. I mean, I was just uh, blocking people because mm. if they're tagging me in their post and I block them, they don't see, you know. Right. So yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is going out of hand. You know what? I'm gonna just You're take down the video. Like get rid of it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, you know, let me just take down the video because I'm gonna get more hate. Yeah. You know. But what you I mean? know what? The, so it would have been the same or who, whomever, somebody from the Asian culture, if they were to do something black culture related mm -hmm. as an aesthetic, they would have gotten the same like. Right it now, been the same thing, right? Especially Just right, right now, now. Yeah. Right. because if you had, if 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 Molly, if Molly went and was like, "Yo, I'm trying to do a music video," and she's like, "Yo, the concept is like um, graffiti or or picking cotton or something," mm -hmm. cra yeah, like you know what I mean? Like it you could get really saying? get that extreme. Because and although yeah. her intention was not, oh, like I I didn't. Mm -hmm. It's just aesthetic. It's just aesthetic. It's just aesthetic. So I have, yeah, it's, and I, I think it wasn't just the the Buddha piece, right? It was the content that was at the temple, right? So it, it'd be like me, yeah, so getting like, a whole yeah. bunch of um, black uh, uh, Asian girls dressed in slave clothes yeah, and a cotton and black field, face and blackface yeah, and yeah. cotton field yeah. um, twerking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we don't even. You it's, know, it's literally like the just, reverse effect. It would have been the same because you know the black community would have been dogging. Oh, we. I, that I would have had to move. So, um, they, I, I right. had to go to a different country. Been, it would have literally changed my been name, the same everything. Thing. And and, but, I, and I think what a lot of people feel is this: like they felt like I knew about the culture and I still did it regardless. Yeah. That's why I yeah. feel like a lot of people are bashing me because it's just like, how do you? How would you not know? I didn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. And that's, know, what he's owning. And, and that's what he's, that's what he's right. owning. And so that's, and that's why we're here. Is we're here yeah. so that way, like Molly's already pointed out the three like topics thus far that are like almost as if you were just trying to justify mm -hmm. it. But she's like, no, 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 own up, you were wrong, mm -hmm. and and that's fine to be wrong in those areas. That's, yeah, because this, this is how we learn. And this is how we learn. This is how we learn. And my thing, and this is you can talk uh, or touch on this. My thing for him. Um, or the entire situation is like, when does it stop now? When does it well, when does it start dying down, or when does the conversation kind of just tune well, down? Well, the a thing little? is, it's like I think this situation has to be approached because you can't dictate to a person when their triggers should stop. Mm, you just okay. you just can't, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a reality of the matter that you made these mistakes and you did this so all of these things are just going to come with that mistake right but you can't control what other people are going to do and say but right. you can control yourself and how you move from this point on mm -hmm. right so you have to be okay with what you're about to get or will get based on this one mistake that you made mm -hmm. but i think the key here is that you need to forgive yourself yeah 
it, 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 that's where it's got to start, honey, mm -hmm. because you have to forgive yourself for not noticing those three things that we mentioned, right? Or not acting upon it during that time. The point is to not repeat that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's it. The, but you have to forgive yourself. Like right mm -hmm. now, you're asking for other people's forgiveness. You can't control that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right? You're going to constantly be disappointed because yeah. people will come back mm -hmm. and will say that 10 years from now, somebody's yeah, oh, going to yeah. pop this up on yeah, somewhere. Oh, yeah, and then somebody's going to be like, what the hell is going on? Best Why is he doing it. all this? Oh, mm -hmm. he used to do this. This is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you become bigger, trust me, all your flaws are going to be yeah, brought out. Okay. Yeah, but at the end up. of the day, you have to forgive yourself because if you're not, mm -hmm. you're going to constantly live in this disappointment. Yep. And that's going to hinder your, your art. artistry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, and this is what I was telling you before we started recording too, which was like, yeah, it's a it's a, a shitty moment mm -hmm. for you, especially on your come up within the industry. But at the same time, it's definitely a hell of a learning experience mm -hmm. because now you know how to handle a situation and it's not like just so you. a little bit better. Yeah. Right. But it's everybody, right? Everybody, like right. anybody who hears this, listens to this, uh, a person or whatever, like at the end of the day, it's like we all F up. Yep. Right? That's what life is about. It's about learning experiences and being a better you than you were yesterday. Yep. Right? And but in order for you to do that, you have to stop dwelling on the mistakes that you make and you have to utilize it as something to learn from and something to jump off of. Mm -hmm. And this is for everybody and not just you. Like mm -hmm. this is why I felt like this was important because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people um are so hard on themselves and when they make a mistake they are the ones that is destroying their own progress. Like you're your worst enemy. Understand that, right? Mm -hmm. yep. All these people can post whatever they want to post, but your mindset and your emotional state as you're reading it is what's going to dictate how you Ooh. feel. Amen. All right. So you have to be okay with yourself that you made this mistake, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And and this is for everyone. Like you make a mistake, it's fine. You yeah. made a mistake. Own it and own it large. Own it. Yes. Yeah. Own it. Own it large. Um. It's gonna like like Molly just said we we can't dictate or determine when these trigger triggers will stop for people. So that for me is in code name. Expect this shit to go on for a little while. Mm -hmm. But what she's what she's trying to say in the midst of all of it, don't kill yourself. Like don't mm -hmm. don't dog yourself mentally and emotionally and be like oh my god oh my god oh my god like I got. Yeah, bro, you will be apologizing for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah, but and that and that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you failed mm -hmm. at all. That doesn't right. mean that you failed. And it's when, just something that you have to now answer to right. because it was part but of the process. When you do apologize, you make sure you apologize for the very thing that was mentioned. Yep. Like mm -hmm. be real with what it is that you made a mistake on. Yep. That's how people really if you really want people to get over things quicker, and I'm gonna say this to people in relationships, right? Because people out here having horrible relationships because y'all wanna go into an argument and nobody wants to own nothing, right? <laughs> and then people don't get over it and then they bury they it inside that, yeah. and then three weeks later something happens and then it's a trigger and <laughs> then y'all is exploding on each other because yep. you're harnessing <laughs> you're harnessing that whatever that mistake is or that emotional when you made the mistake the emotion that when you made the mistake yep. so if you really want if you mess up identify what it is that you messed up on right and then you own it now if you're gonna go do the same thing three four times after that then 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 it's bs right yeah. but if you're like yo you're right i did do this and i attempted that way and it was so wrong i did not see anything wrong with it 
because of Hollywood, but now I realize mm -hmm. that just because it was normalized by Hollywood doesn't make it right. You see Boom. what I'm saying? Like Boom. you're owning it. Boom. That's you That's owning it, it yeah. you know? Versus saying like, oh, you know, this was what I was thinking. And then, okay, yes, we heard what you was thinking, but when you have a conversation and you go into these things and this is for couples or whatever, just be like, look, babe, like I realized that I did not spend time with you and I decided to go spend time with my friends and I can see why that made you feel some type of way. Yeah. So you know what? We're going to have our date nights two times a week. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like exactly. you yeah. are talking about the situation and you are talking about a solution to and the situation. Only, right, you're only. So, and, and I logged into the live that you did when you were talking originally, I think it was the first day yeah. um, when you were getting the backlash and you, you went on the live and a lot of people were, were in the comments and they're like, yo, shut up. You keep um, like trying to justify or you're mm -hmm. like talking in circles or you're like uh not owning it that this was the part that they were talking about like this part mm -hmm. so i think i think but you were overall... in, but to be fair though mm -hmm. like when you are beating yourself up you are always in an emotional rut mm -hmm. and when you are that way it is hard to be clear about anything yeah okay so and a lot of people don't understand. And the reason why I'm able to pick these things up is because, I mean, I work with a lot of people who deal with trauma. I work with a lot of kids. Trust me, I do like 12 investigations a day on what the heck happened, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and to really get down to like the issues, right? So I have the skill sets to identify this. But people don't understand and give enough people credit to know like when you're in an emotional state, like I would like to see a person be able to handle their emotional state in the fit of anger. Right. Okay. Like you, you say things, it's just your emotion. You, you can, but it takes practice mm -hmm. to be able to learn to how to respond that. to your emotions. Right. And you were very emotional and you were very sorry. Mm -hmm. I, it was clear that you were very sorry. Stop but the, right. Stop. Oh, I got, we got to talk about that one day. We can, maybe we do our own little podcast yeah. on <laughs> stop, drop and roll. But I think that what people were missing, because I saw that too. And I saw mm -hmm. the video is that the piece to be like, look, here it is. One, two, three. Yep. Here are my solutions. One, two, three. Mm -hmm. I'm a person. I messed up. Yep. Now I'm going to move on from this. Yeah. The more you allow it to dwell on you, the more people will continue to dwell on it. Yeah. Um, what is it? Um, I mean, I, I, I really did up, uh, hold on to it. I just feel like I just haven't, um, you know, like forgave myself, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, cause you know, I did apologize, you know, and I did own, own up to it. Mm. I just feel like it hasn't, you know, I had, I'm too worried yeah, about worried. what people, the other people are saying to me, like afterwards, after saying everything, about you know, you. saying, saying yeah. about me now to this day, you know, so it, it, it still affects me, you know, cause but um, can you control well, that? Um, I've been, honestly, I've been controlling it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I do feel like, you know, so you can I've control what been, people say, you um, can control what other people say. No, I, I don't feel like I can, to be honest. No, no. I, I, Jesus can't. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so we, we can't. Also, mm -hmm. also, knock at the door. This is the lane you chose. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. like, this ain't the, the first time it'll happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it, it, it's not going to be the last. You know, it's not, it won't be the last time, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, being an artist, being in the music industry, these types of things happen. You are putting yourself out there as an artist. Mm-hmm. Art is subjective. So some people are going to like you, bro, and some people won't. And it doesn't even have to do with your music. They'll look at your face and be like, this nigga's ugly. I don't, nope, he's annoying. No, he's whack. He's whack just because I don't like your face. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Art is subjective, bro.
So like as far as like worry being worried on like what other people think, I get that it was a fuck up situation, but like yo, you gotta let that shit go. Yeah, but now, he's gotta like, go through his process. Yeah, because right now you're going through mm -hmm. your process, and the thing about it is that just because it takes you three months, two weeks, or whatever at this point in time to get over a mistake you made doesn't mean you can't work on it so you can get over it faster, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because what you're feeling right now is straight shame. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I don't know why people make shame as something negative because shame is something that is put and instilled in you so you can check your humanity. Mm. All right. If you didn't have shame, then I would be really concerned. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right now we have someone who runs the country who doesn't have shame. And I'm really concerned. Right? I'm really concerned, right? But the the point being is that having shame is not what's bad. Having these feelings is not what's bad. Mm -hmm. It's about how you respond to your emotional state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that's something that you have to continue to practice. Mm -hmm. Because if you do not practice, feelings are energy. Mm. And that energy will be transferred to the people around you, the people you love the most. Okay? And there's only so much of other people's energy a person can take because they got their own energy. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to love someone and really love yourself, you really have to work on how to harness your energy in a way where it is productive for you and the person that you're with or whoever it is that you love, mm -hmm. your mom, your dad, your whatever, right? Because what is impacting you is impacting everybody else Amen. that's around you. It, it just is. Whether you mean for it to be or not, it just is because they love you. So it's only natural that they absorb your energy. Amen. That's a bar. Um, but on that note, uh, just to lighten up uh, before we wrap up, like, you know, I feel like we did touch on some really good points. Uh, whoever listens to this, man, and this is pre-recorded, pre which is nice. Mm -hmm. So you can pass this right along, let people mm -hmm. know like, hey, I've, I've confronted this situation. But uh, to leave off on a better note, um, let's talk about like some upcoming projects that you have going. Mm. Let's um, try to turn around some, some let's shine some, shine some light on you in a, in a positive manner, not just shun you away and end this podcast <laughs> just talking about the negative stuff about you. I, again, I'm a huge fan. Um, my, my mom's a fan, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So what are some upcoming things? I know you, we were talking about, uh, you just did a song, you just shot another video. Yeah. I just need to do a, call, a shout out to his yeah. hair. Right. Yo, right. I'm jealous. He's a sex symbol. Legit jealous <laughs> of that hair, that head of hair. Oh, man. Right. Uh, but yeah, what's what's some upcoming stuff? What's the name of the new song? Like, um, uh, I, got a, I got a new song called How I Walk uh, coming out soon. I got to actually have a... Uh, new songs i believe dang um yeah so uh you know i i definitely did not let it you know i i, I i'm I still being educated you know yep. i'm educating myself as well you know I'm, I'm not letting um you know uh a lot of this affect me or stop you or stop me Absolutely. correct yeah so yep. i'm definitely um gonna keep going and uh what's yeah. the new can what's I, the name I, of the new song the, the name of the song is called how i walk can I throw a little suggestion out there? Again, free coaching, but you know, I got to thrive up in here. So if anybody yeah. needs any coaching, yeah. hit me up. Hit up. I actually do a lot of corporate coaching, but um, just some advice. I would, because of what happened, or even anyone, any artist right now, just get a group of people that you fully trust to view your ish first before you post it out. Wait, what? 
like uh, like your videos, like your videos. Your, yeah, oh, just yeah, your yeah, people's. Definitely. And yeah. when and when I say your people's, I mean like people who's not afraid to tell you the truth. Like, mm -hmm. right? So I would definitely, because you know how products, right? You're talking about 500 Fortune companies, right? Mm -hmm. They're not dumb. What do you think they do before they put ads out? What do you think they do before they put their product out? Test. They test it mm -hmm. out. They test it out on a group of people, right? And then they get the feedback from that group of people. Mm -hmm. So therefore, this doesn't happen, mm -hmm. right? So for you, I highly suggest, for anybody, anybody, yeah. I would I highly suggest I'm that. I'm not even going to lie, though, because he did send it to me when it first dropped. And I gave my feedback, and I thought that shit was hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, no, but I was because oh, I, DJ. It, I wasn't thinking like That's, he was. Okay. I, I was. I said, "Hey, this looks lit." Well, look, and his hair. It was his hair. Was well, y'all artists out there, right now, race is a hot topic. Y'all really need to be really aware of what you put out you there. No facts, facts. Um, because again, learning, there are kids watching you, man. Uh, yeah. there this are is kids a learning. Watching you. I feel like this this combo was definitely a learning experience for myself too, because. It is important for us mm -hmm. as artists to to think about those levels before mm -hmm. we like release our shit into the world because it can get dangerous. It mm -hmm. definitely can, especially nowadays more than anything. And if there's something that's contradictory and you did it on purpose for it to be contradictory, like put a little snippet out to be like, yo, you're about to see something that is contradictory, but here's the reason why it's contradictory. This is the conversation I want to start having. Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, right? Because right. you're kind of giving people a forewarning of how to approach your art. Or how to look at your art, right? So I'm not saying not to put contradictory stuff out there. Like, I mean, the movie with, you know, the black people are the slave owners and the, the white people are the slaves. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to see that Me joint. Too. But, you know, but good. but we, but they putting things out there already. They're pre-marketing yeah. yeah. to, to, to tell us yeah. this is going to be something that is going yeah. to be upsetting, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's facilitation 101. This is coming from the educator me. It's like... If someone's going to go through an emotional state with your piece, you need to prepare people for that. That yeah, is only fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Absolutely. So how how I walk. How I walk. How I walk. 